Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Back to Basic. I am your host, Danielle, and I hope you've had a good week. I hope that you are getting to spend time with family and friends and eat lots of good food and plan and get ready to kick ass in the new year because that is where I'm at right now. It's enjoying where I'm at, but getting ready for what's next. And I've talked about it a lot, especially recently, about just feeling like I'm right there and ready to go. And so right now I'm in like this planning phase. But the idea of detoxing has kind of popped up in my life within the past week or so. Um, Physically detoxing, like because I'm working out and I really want to get healthy again. And so that idea has crossed my mind. Obviously not talking a juice cleanse or anything like that. Just meaning like eating healthier, drinking a lot more water, drinking my greens and having vitamins and just generally being healthier. Um, That's just been across my mind for the past few weeks because I really want to get myself in better physical shape and feel good. But detoxing has kind of popped up in my life a little bit in other ways, which is interesting. So I got a facial um, and I also started this stronger retinol prescription retinol and it's medication right so when you put it on your skin of course you're going to start to have some side effects and if you don't know prescription retinol is obviously a lot stronger than the stuff that you can buy at like Sephora or CVS and I knew going in that this new medication would probably cause a reaction right but it has been very interesting my skin is in the quote-unquote purging phase basically like breaking out but it is essentially detoxing stuff that's underneath the surface and pulling it out. And it it is cycling through it pretty quick. And I got a facial today. And of course, that continued to help all the bad stuff come out. And as I was laying on the table, we were discussing like this idea of detoxing and having the bacteria and everything underneath the surface come forward. And that's usually what like a pimple is, right? Or like a breakout is. And so like, That has been happening to me on the literal surface level, on the superficial level. But the idea of detoxing in this like metaphorical way has also popped up a little bit. And the phrase, the quote, I guess you would say from Mean Girls at the end when, spoiler alerts if you haven't seen Mean Girls, but at the end when Katie, you know, doesn't actually push Regina George in front of the bus, but everyone thinks she does. And she realizes like who she's become because obviously she's become a mean girl, hence the title. She says she realizes that she has to suck the venom out of her life as if she got bitten by a snake. Because when you get bitten by a snake, you have to suck the venom out. So she says she needs to start doing that. And she starts by apologizing to Regina George. And so this idea got in my head about detoxing from these negative things in your life and whether that means separating yourself from a toxic situation, from a toxic friend, or from toxic thoughts, or from your toxic past. And I'm saying toxic a lot, but, you know, a snake bite like Katie is talking about is toxic or venomous. But the point is, I've thought a lot about just detoxing in general, right? And Like, not in a physical way or even in a way of saying, like, oh, get rid of toxic people in your life, but just 
saying that you want to move forward or like you want better things for yourself and you will have better things for yourself. And I'm not saying, you know, like to start fresh. Although I guess in a way, and this isn't to say that this is like a New Year's resolution kind of vibe of like detoxing and starting fresh and new year, new me. But you can kind of do that at any point, you know? And I think this idea of how do I get rid of this negativity, how do I really move forward positively and feel better and better myself, you know, and get rid of these negative habits or these situations and detox from my life and feel good, that's really been popping up. And something I strive to do, uh, you know, is just better myself. And I think that I just said, no, new year, new me, but a thing that I have been thinking is how much I want to focus on bettering myself in the new year and how much I want to start going for these goals that have always been in my head that I never have went for, maybe because of something negative, but I'm detoxing the negativity out and grabbing the positivity and I don't know, maybe this makes no sense to you and maybe it makes a lot of sense to you, but right now I am in the end of Mean Girls phase where I am trying to figure out how to suck the venom out of my life, whether that is to really look at what I'm doing and what is helping and what is hurting and the situations that maybe I need to separate myself from and looking forward towards better things. And I want the same for you. I want you to be able to detox from negativity, whether that is physical And I wish you lots of health if it is, or if it's mental, if you are self-sabotaging, which sometimes I do, but you got to detox from that, you know, get rid of the bad junk, just move forward into better things. So that's really been on my mind a lot lately. And obviously getting a facial and having this new medication on my face, my face is like physically detoxing. So I'm feeling it all around. But um, I guess the whole point is just let's do better and be better and think better and eat better and we got this. That takes me into the conversation that you're going to hear today. I am so excited about this one. I say that a lot, but that's because I love talking to people. Um, My guest this week is Hade Soto. She is a photographer. Her work is amazing. She creates these fantasy worlds, really just I mean, she plays pretend for a living, which I love. It is so beautiful. You're going to hear us talk about how she got started, why she loves creating these fantasy worlds in her work, what inspires her, and her advice for people who want to turn their art or their passion projects into a reality. Turn the fantasy and dream into a reality. It's such a great conversation. She's such a sweetheart. Her work is incredible. I just, I hope that you are ready to detox from reality for a little bit here, dive into Hade's fantasy world, and of course, get back to basic. Hade, thank you so much for joining me on Back to Basic. How are you doing? I am doing fabulous. Thank you for having me. I am so excited. So we actually connected um, through mutual friends, um, but I've just like been admiring your work since then. And I'm so excited to finally have you on here to talk about what you do. I want you to tell everyone who you are, what you do. Okay. Um, so I am a photographer and stylist. I uh, work in partnership with my best friend, Marianne, uh, under the name Lost Lands Collections. We style and photograph um, kind of like ethereal fairy tale images for private clients and brands. 
That is amazing. I mean, how did you, first of all, how did you get started into photography and styling? Because I feel like a lot of people, I mean, we all fancy ourselves photographers now, right? With social media, but you do professionally. Like, how did you get started in that? I actually started in, I think it was college. I dabbled briefly in art school. I uh, was trying to find my path in school. I was going for my undergrad. My school had an arts program and I jumped into it briefly and I didn't stick with the program. Um, but at the time I really didn't have any artistic skill. I'd spent my childhood focused on classical ballet and that, that's not the school that I went to the art school. That's it's for visual arts and music. Okay. Um, and so while I was there, I was like, you know what, I need to pick up some sort of skill. So I started taking photos on my own time and um, I left that program and went back and completed an undergrad in communications, but I continued practicing photography on my own time. And around then I met Marianne and we became best friends and we would collaborate on creative projects. But um, for work, I did a lot of headshots. And then this past year over the pandemic, we had a lot of time where, you know, everything was locked down. Yeah. And we had been developing our friendship and this kind of fairy tale style together for years. Just like every few months, we would get together and do a shoot and have fun. Uh, we decided, we we're like, hey, what if we tried photographing a client together? It was just kind of a like, eh, you know, casual, let's see what happens. And so we did it and we we're like, oh, whoa, I think, I think we have something here. And so um, all those years that both of us had spent practicing our own kind of came together. And over the past year, I think we've really honed in on a distinct style and aesthetic and it's exciting. I mean, your work is so pretty. Every time you post something, I'm just like, I feel like I am looking at a fairy tale. Like it's beautiful. And it's so like, I, I don't even have the words truthfully. Why fairy tale? Why like that kind of style? How did you guys come to that? So I think we're both children at heart. Like we're very- <laughs> I love that. I love that. <laughs> we're very like anti growing up. I mean, like, don't worry, like, we we have our shit together in other ways. But emotionally, like inside, I remember my parents showed me Lord of the Rings when I was about four years old. And I just fell in love with that world. Everything about it just spoke to me so much. And I grew up just in love with fairies and building fairy houses and reading fairy tales. And um, until recently, actually, whenever I watched Lord of the Rings, I really couldn't get through very much because it would make me very, very sad that it wasn't real. And so really, I think, I think Marianne has kind of the same feeling of just wanting this surreal fairy tale world to be real. And so working on our own, neither one of us could really bring that to life, but working together, we're very much in sync on that vision. And so that's just kind of what flows out when we create. That's so interesting. So are you then like, I know it's your professional life, but mm-hmm. is it something you enjoy in your private time? Like, like you said, Lord of the Rings, like, is that something you gravitate towards pop culture wise? Like, is that the world that you kind of like to live in, in your free time as well? Absolutely. Um, I really am not a big media consumer, so I don't mm. spend too much time. Um, I think my big thing is podcasts. I love to listen to podcasts. Like if I'm cleaning, I'll listen to interviews and stuff a lot. Like I'll listen to like interviews with artists and stuff. Um, But yeah, if I do consume 
like more kind of pop culture media, which I'm not saying I don't, I definitely do. Right. But it usually, yeah. I'm just saying I'm not like, um, I'm not super into the ins and outs of yeah. that world. Yeah. yeah. No, that totally makes sense. So just first of all, does someone reach out to you and they say, Hey, I want to be like a fairy or is it like, what is the process? Like, I'm so interested because like I said, your work is very different from other photographers. I know other photographers I see, like if I wanted to come and say, Hey, let's do something crazy and cool. What Mm -hmm. would we do? How do you do it? So client reaches out to us and we discuss partially. We look at them and we're like, okay, these are some concepts that we think concepts being like elf in the woods or warrior queen, something like that. That, That's what we call a concept. And we do some brainstorming, pull together a few that we think would work for them. We pitch them and the clients goes like, oh yeah, I'd like, I'd like to be a warrior princess or something like that. And so then they book and we set a location stuff. And then on our end, we brainstorm color schemes and wardrobe and props. And sometimes we create a narrative for it. Sometimes it's more just a feeling that we go for. And then we get together and we shoot and um, we style the client. We bring all the wardrobe, all the props. We find a magical location and, uh, and then we go into post and edit and they have magical images. Yeah, seriously. They really are magical. <laughs> I mean, so how long do you guys usually spend like on site and then how long does it take to edit? Cause I know that editing can take a while, mm-hmm. right? Especially when you're trying to go for a certain vibe. So how long does the process take for you guys? It varies. So on site, it can take one to three hours and then post. Sometimes we're able to just like knock it out. We have a clear vision. We know what we're going to do. Sometimes it's a beast and we just have to step back and come back to it and try to see it clearly. Mm-hmm. So again, like it can take just a couple hours. It can take a long time. Okay. It really varies. Definitely makes sense. I mean, what's your favorite part of the whole process? Like, what do you enjoy really doing? I think the narrative of it, like coming up with these stories and bringing them to life. And I know that's basically the whole thing, but I, like I said, like with Lord of the Rings, like bringing these fairy tale worlds to life. I just find that so, so soul satisfying. And also um, I think the really cool thing about our clients, whether they're brands or private, is that there are people who also have the same love of fairy tales. And so we get to meet a lot of beautiful, magical, talented people that if it weren't for our art, we would just be off existing in our own little worlds. We'd never connect. Yeah. And so it's cool to have this kind of community of like-minded people building up. Connection is everything, right? Like mm-hmm. creating connections with people, connecting like to communities and groups. And like, you get to do that and you get to like create your own world, which is just so much, so cool. Like, I think we would all love to create our own world. I know that I live in my own fantasy world half the time. So I <laughs> it's love so much that. better in there. <laughs> Right. Oh my God. I mean, like you said, like growing up, yeah, we have to do it, but like, who doesn't love to like, I would love to be a princess. Are you kidding? Like, come on. I know what I've seen you in photos as well. So do you like just get an inspiration that you're like today? I want to be like Xena, the goddess or like whatever. Do you like do that as well? Like, what is your process like, or do you guys just have fun with it? Like, I just want to know, cause I see you in these beautiful uh-huh. photos. You look amazing. So like, what is that like on the other so side? That- of the the lens, funny thing is that um, 
I think we spend so much time practicing and planning and, and like laying everything out and focusing on every little detail when we're photographing other people that when we photograph each other, um, also I think because we've worked together so much and we spend so many hours together every day, we're, we're very much in sync mentally. And so we don't generally plan out shoots that we take of each other too much. We just kind of will like, oh, we have a couple of free hours here. Let's, that dress looks pretty and let's go. Oh, this location is nearby. And, and then we just kind of let stuff flow. You just have fun with it. Mm-hmm. We just have fun with it. Just have fun with it. So is this, this is like your job. This is your business now. Like mm-hmm. you are forming yes. this fantasy world and you're turning it into like, I don't want to say turning it corporate. Cause that makes it sound bad, but you're turning it into like, to an extent, yeah. to an extent, yeah. right? So what is the goal? What's next? Like, how do you mm-hmm. go from having this creative passion, right? This whole art thing in your head and mm-hmm. how do you turn that into a business? Cause I know a lot of people have that, right? Like mm-hmm. even me sitting here now with you, right? Like this podcast is fun. It's like my version of art and talking and connecting. And how, how do you do that? How do you go about taking something you love and turning it into something that is sustainable and, you know, a real tangible business? I mean, I think the first step is figuring out how you can offer value to people. So for us, it was, hey, you know, we, we create these beautiful photos of each other and we'd love to be able to do this all the time and have this be our job. Well, okay, we can create photos of other people and then we're providing them value and we're bringing them into our world and we're, we're creating magic with them and um, giving them a beautiful experience. And so then for us, like next steps going forward, we definitely want to launch a product line Really? Yeah, yeah. I love that. We're still figuring out exactly what that product will be. That's a whole other beast that we're tackling. Mm -hmm. And it it takes time. It takes a lot of time. Oh, yeah. Just a lot of thought and also a lot of resources. So just even getting to that point. Yeah, definitely. Slow. I think potentially looking into finding an artistic agency to represent us. Okay. um, In order to book jobs with larger brands. Mm -hmm. And um, uh, we'd love to get into styling films, maybe, um, or bringing to life these photos that right now they're just photos, translating them onto the screen would be magical. Yeah. And they're all kind of big dreams, but we just kind of chip away at them each day and strategize and think about how we, what are the little steps? We always say like baby steps. What are the baby steps we can take right now in this minute so that they'll add up to something? Oh my gosh. Literally like preaching to the choir. I always get told chip away at it. Don't try to Mm -hmm. look at the big picture because that's very daunting. Mm -hmm. Try to do little things to make it happen. And like you said, like they're big dreams, but I mean, you already create a dream world. So it's like, (laughs) you can do it. It's so good. What's your advice for people who want to make those dreams happen or who want to create a business or, you know, take their passion, their creative passion and do something with it? I think the biggest thing is to set up systems in your life to make things happen that you want to happen. So like thinking about like, working out. If you want to work out, then set up a system so that you don't have to think about it and you just do it every single day. And so thinking about like breaking down, like, okay, this is my big goal. What are the little things that need to happen to get to it? And they need to happen consistently. So what are these systems that I can have to streamline it, whether you're like mental or on your computer in your life? And like you said, just chipping away 
and being consistent and understanding that most of the time you're going to have a lot of mess ups. And (laughs) I think people who are successful are the ones who mess up the most and are willing to take all those risks and mess up over and over again and look like a fool and not give up and be, and be at peace with that and embrace it because that's how you learn. And that's how you take those chances that nobody else is taking and get to that point of success in whatever you're pursuing. That is such great advice. I think a lot of us feel, especially with social media, we, we, we see mm-hmm. people doing all these things, right? And mm-hmm. it's really easy to feel like you're not doing enough or that you're failing. How yes. do you deal with that pressure? I mean, in your work life, in your personal life, whatever it may mm-hmm. be, like, how do you deal with that kind of pressure? It's still something that I'm figuring out. I think I'm, I'm a very driven person. That means that I'm also very hard on myself. And <laughs> we all are, we yeah. all, we're all like our worst enemy. And so um, when I catch myself doing that, I, I, I tell myself like, you've got to be your best friend. You've got to be that rock for yourself. I think a big part of it is just catching those, like when your mind starts to, starts to go, starts to beat you up over things, just stop it, just say mm-hmm. no. And also looking at kind of reframing how you look at things like, all right, you see something online and uh, they're doing something that you want to be doing and it makes you feel bad. Well, instead of saying like, oh, I, I can't associate with that. Like this make me feel yucky. Instead think like, oh, this person's able to do those things. They're a person. I'm a person too. I can get there. Use it as inspiration and, and kind of backtrack on their life and say like, oh, how did, what are they doing? What are the millions little habits and steps that they're taking every day to make this a reality for themselves? And how can I do that? And instead of kind of shutting down and feeling yucky about it, looking at it as a learning opportunity and inspiration. And um, I think just reframing how you think about things. Yeah. The mind is so powerful, isn't it? Like Mm -hmm. we can be so hard on ourselves and it's just like not the reality. And I know we're talking a lot about like fantasy worlds (laughs) and all that stuff, but it's true, right? Like we can make stuff up in our head or build it up in our heads. Yes. Right. Like it's so, and it is hard, but I like that you're saying like reframe it. And instead of Mm -hmm. having that comparison, you know, circle essentially where you're always like comparing Mm -hmm. yourself, try to use it as inspiration. I think that's such a good idea. A hundred percent. I think especially for those like pursuing the arts, it's so important to be exposed and constantly consuming other people's art. Cause that's where you pull inspiration. That's where you see like, Oh, this is, I could get to this point if like you're a struggling painter and it makes you feel bad seeing other people doing better work. And so you decide to like, just wipe that out of your media feed and not attend shows and stuff. Like you're not going to get better. Yeah. I think you really need to, instead of shutting it out, like pull it in, like bring more of that into your life Yeah. and pull inspiration from it. And like I said, kind of reverse, like, okay, well, how did they get to this point and talk to these people and ask them like, how are you doing what you're doing? And kind of figure out how you can do it for yourself. That's like what we were saying, right? That connection. It's like learning from others, Mm -hmm. helping others. I mean, I love nothing more than getting to help other people with whatever they're doing. I think it's so fun. And that's what life is about. It's about like people. Human connection. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Like it really is. I mean, that's why I started this podcast. Cause I, it's just like, what are those basic things that we all have in common? And it's like, well, it's connection, right? And it's like, we Mm -hmm. all 
Like we can for connection. Yes. We all have that. I mean, and we all struggle with similar things. It's just like Mm -hmm. on social media, it's a highlight reel. So it's like, we only see what people want us to see, but you know, Mm -hmm. if you get down to the basic of it, like we all feel the same way most of the time. So, um, I love, you know, using other people as inspiration instead of, you know, beating yourself up about it. Like I'm a perfectionist. Mm -hmm. I don't know about you. Oh yeah. (laughs) It's hard. It's really hard. I want everything I do to be so perfect. Yes. And moving past it is, it's a daily, a daily struggle, but I love using Uh other people's inspiration. Um, you know, I know you just said using other people's inspiration, but what inspires you? Paintings, like I said, other people's artwork Mm -hmm. and the people that I love. I know that's so cheesy, but I love it. It really, it really does like, um, conversations, I think I like I have a drive to learn and that really inspires me to whether it's to do this shoot that's difficult so I can learn from it or do this that's difficult so I can learn from it and just to experience life but that really is a drive for me like when I get stuck and I'm like oh I just can't do this I remind myself like okay let's experience life like this is what you want to do you're gonna mess up it's okay let's keep experiencing life. I love that. Oh my God. Looking at like a mistake as just experiencing life Mm -hmm. that if everyone could reframe their minds to think that way, or like if you have a setback, right. Or if something, you get bad news, something happens, like reframe it Mm -hmm. and just be like, this is life, right? Like this is what it's all about. Like, (laughs) I mean, seriously, like this is living, this is living. And it just, it's reframing how you think of things and Mm -hmm. looking at it in more of a positive light. And I think that your work, not only is it fantasy, but it's like, it's positivity because every picture you post is just like, it's just, it radiates. It really does. Um, so I just, I love, I love everything you do. I do have a question. Do you guys do like supernatural, like, I guess like Halloween ish stuff. Cause like, I could totally see you translating that into like more of the spooky stuff. You know what I mean? Cause that's all kind of fantasy and all kind mm-hmm. of like this other world. We have not at all. Um, we definitely do like kind of bloody vampire stuff. Okay. We have a few of those planned. Um, that's not to say we couldn't get into doing kind of supernatural inspired things. It's definitely more in the fairy tale land. However, okay. Grimm's fairy tales, like if you yeah. read them, they're gory. And that's dark. what I was thinking of. Yeah. Like the, oh my happen. God. <laughs> the original brothers grant, like those, that's why I was thinking about it. Like, do you do that? Cause that translates very, it's very similar in a way, which is so funny. Mm-hmm. Cause like, didn't Hansel and Gretel, didn't the witch eat them at the end or something? Like it's yeah. so crazy. Yeah. I think that'd be so cool. And like, I'm, I'm a huge Halloween person. I really, I love that time of year. Cause it's my version of fantasy where it's just like, I just, I've always loved horror movies and I just love that vibe. It makes me feel like I can just be whatever. Cause Halloween, mm-hmm. we can be whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, on Halloween, do you dress up as like fairy tales? Has that always been your thing? Like since you were little? No, really? I don't think I've dressed up for Halloween since I was a little kid, which is kind really? of funny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is funny. Cause you're like, it, it's like fantasy world and you would, you know, yeah. Halloween is like, we can be that fantasy for a night. So I'm, yeah. that's so interesting. I don't, know, I don't know why I haven't, I think just for various reasons, things have come up and, yeah. or I've just been too lazy over okay. the past few years. But like what you were saying about kind of like self reinvention and being able to be whatever you want. That's kind of, I think that's a big theme of our work. Mm-hmm. Um, and 
And I don't know when it comes to Halloween, we're like, eh, I don't know. We do it all year. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, though, that, that makes it even better because then it's like you don't have to do it on this one day. Like you don't have mm-hmm. to do it on this one month in this one month. You do it constantly. So it's like kind of better because you're kind of making your Halloween like whenever you want it to be and like creating yeah. these worlds instead of like going to a haunted house once a year. You're like, no, we're creating this whole vibe every single day, which. And yeah. If I so could cool. only experience it one day a year. Yeah, that right. That would be so sad. <laughs> Luckily, you experience it all the time. I'm telling you, I have to like book a session with you guys because I would love to just be like a fantasy at some point. Please, please. we would, that would love be... to make you into a fairy tale. Oh my or god, a dark fairy tale if you like. Ooh, a dark fairy tale. Yeah, I might have to mm-hmm. do that. Um, before you go, I always ask everybody, what does basic mean to you? Um, basic means being a person and messing up a lot and feeling lonely sometimes. And and craving human connection, I think yeah. I think yeah. that's fundamental to us all. It's pretty basic, yeah. right? It's pretty yeah. basic. <laughs> I love it. Well, please tell everyone where they can find you, where they can follow you, where they can book sessions with you. Plug it in. Tell us where you are. Okay, so my business, like I said, is called Lost Lands Collections. You can find us on our website, lostlandscollections.com, and we're also on Instagram at Lost Lands Collections. Amazing. Well, we will definitely have to do this again. We'll have to chat. We'll have to create fantasy. That would be amazing. Um, Thank you so, so much, Hade, for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. All right. That was my conversation with Hade Soto. I hope that you enjoyed. I hope that you feel inspired because I know I do to go create some art or figure out what that means for me. Go check out her work. It's beautiful. Give her a follow. Give her a like. Make sure you follow us at Back to Basic Podcast. You're going to start to see a little more content slowly but surely make its way there. Follow me as well on Instagram at Danielle Maria Costa. Make sure you rate, review, subscribe, share the podcast with your friends, do all of the things. And I will see you next week because on Wednesdays, we podcast.